Praise the Lord, and thank you for joining us at the Upper Room Church. Listen in as Pastor Johnson teaches the Word of God, gives us encouragement, and midweek refuel to run this spiritual race. Tonight's lesson will be entitled, Are Women Allowed to Wear Pants? But what I want to do right now, I want to talk about, uh, before I get to uh, Psalms, uh, the second book of Psalms, I want to go over, I do have a question here, and uh, I'm going to deal with this question. This this question here is a, a question that uh, many churches have a problem with, many pastors have a problem with, and uh, it has been very uh, uh, diverse, uh, just, just controversial issues. Uh, about can you, can you not, should you, will I, will I go to hell, or uh, if I do, and, and, and some churches, uh, some pastors do believe that uh, it's detrimental to salvation that you shouldn't do it, and they don't allow their members to do it. I'm going to tell you something about churches and something about pastors. A lot of the stuff that some of these pastors teach at their church, it's what they want, it's what they prefer. Sometimes it's not all the way biblical. It's just what a pastor wants. Uh, and, and, you know, and when I know that a pastor, that's what he wants and that's what he stands for. And if I'm going to be in, at his church, then, uh, then I'll abide by his rule while I'm at his church because that's what he wants and that's what he stands for. And that's what he wants his people to, uh, uh, his people to uh, go by and do. You know, and so uh, I've been in churches where, Preachers have taught things. I did it at the time, and at the time, I even had convictions myself that uh, that was the way to go. But I thank God for Jesus. Uh, the Bible said knowledge will increase, and uh, I thank God for knowledge. And uh, knowledge has increased. God has blessed his people to, to know how to read. God has blessed his people to know how to research stuff. God is blessing people to just just be wise in the scripture. And uh, I can say one thing about um, uh, uh, about uh, uh, the Lord. He gives knowledge, wisdom, with knowledge, wisdom, and understanding to His people. If they, all you got to do is just seek God for it. So I sought God uh, uh, concerning a lot of matters uh, that the early church uh, taught me. And uh, I will not throw that those churches, those pastors under the bus, uh, but I would just say, well, that's what they, uh, the way they believe, and that's what they believe, and that's okay. Uh, but I myself, uh, sometimes I, uh, not sometimes, but I myself uh, will not follow all the teaching that I was taught by some of these, uh, some of the older uh, pastors, uh, because I feel like, some of the things that they taught is uh, unbiblical, and I think that they perhaps are not rightly dividing the word of truth. And I think they are teaching what was handed down to them instead of doing their own research and looking looking into it. They, whatever they when they they got converted, whatever their pastor taught them, it's in their heart, and they just teach it to their people, and, and, and you know that's what they was taught. So they just do that. I don't want to teach stuff that. Uh, that was taught me uh, by my pastors and uh, without me having full knowledge and understanding myself about it. God has enlightened me. God has given me 
uh, dreams and visions and revelation concerning scriptures and, and a whole bunch of things uh, that have been taught uh, in the body of Christ years ago. But now here's what I want everybody to know. We're going to have to stay with the Bible, y'all. We got to stay with scripture. If we don't stay with scripture, we'll find ourselves out of the will of God. The subject I want to deal with this evening, just for a little bit, I'm looking at the time. Hope I can finish it and do it well and come back to uh, Psalms, uh, uh, the book second, uh, Psalms 2, and I'll deal with that. But if not, we'll do it another time. Subject is women wearing pants. Women wearing pants. You know, I, I talked just a little bit about that Sunday. I, I said a little something on it, uh, but uh, I, I guess I didn't give it give enough clarity to it because I know my girl told me uh, when we got home. She said, "I don't know which way you were going with that, uh, and uh, what I, what you were trying to say." But apparently, I didn't finish my thought, or I didn't get it all the way out because uh, she, you know she told me she didn't know which way I was going with it. So uh, it, I probably wasn't crystal clear. So let me try to be clear right now. You no, know, as our president say, you know, I listen to people how they talk. Uh, uh, let me be clear. Okay, so let's try to be clear this evening. Uh, concerning the subject, uh, women wearing pants uh, at home, uh, at work, uh, uh, at, to work, at church, out in the yard, garden, and uh, of, of that nature. Okay, is it is it okay for women to wear pants uh, to church? Is it? Uh, is it okay? You know, now I said Sunday, I said, well, you know, I did say this. I believe it's just as wrong for a, 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 a woman to wear pants as it is for a man to wear pants. What do you, what do you mean when you say that, Brother Johnson? Because uh, the way people wear their clothes now, they it's just a crying shame. And so I'm of this persuasion. You know, if a man don't wear his pants right, he going to hell. Look like look look at the way men wearing pants today. Our boys they wear the pants all off their off their hiney. I was I was um out somewhere the other day. Matter of fact, I was at Walmart, and I was uh trying to buy something for one of my toys, and this young man was in front of me. He was leaving, going down the aisle, and I looked at him. And his pants, I can see some of them pants hanging down off the, off the hiney. But his pants were all the way down under, uh, uh, under the, 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 how can I, can I say this? Under the butt cheek. You know, it was all the way, you could see the whole behind part. And he had his, uh, of course, his underwear. You could see his underwear. And uh, as you walk, you can see the little slit, the little split that he got back there in his underwear and uh because they were pulled all the way down uh past past the uh uh all the way to his side and i said now this is a crying shame oh oh yeah you you're going to hell for that yeah you're going to hell don't nobody need to see your back part you you're, you're behind no nobody need to see that that is uh that is just uh let's call it what it is that's nasty <laughs> that's just nasty y'all our world is gone crazy, and they got some terrible styles. And uh, our, our boys just don't know; they just don't have an, an understanding. It's a terrible style. 
Now, uh, I, I do remember working out in the country, in the field, and, and working just in the yard, doing yard work and what have you. I, I can see a man out in the yard working, getting tired, hot, and sweaty, and sometimes his pants come down a little bit, and because I have to do it myself, and sometimes I have to stand up and, and pull them up because working, they'll, they'll slide on down on you, on, on, you know? But uh, these guys ain't working in no yard. They ain't doing no kind of work where their pants slid down. They pulled them down. You know, they pulled them down on purpose, and uh, that's just the style they do. And so that's wrong. That's wrong. So he going to hell for that. And, and a lot of other things, you know, and even in the men that wear them too tight, everybody needs to know their dress size. Okay, I'm going somewhere in a minute. Everybody needs to know their dress size. You need to know your pants size. Okay, you got that? You need to know your size. If you are, if you are 12, then you wear 12. But if you are 12 and you're trying to get in, a, uh, in an eight, uh, that ain't going to look too right. Y'all know what I'm saying? That ain't going to look too good. You're 12. You're trying to sit an 8. Okay? So when everybody uh, know their size, and you know when we get saved, uh, the Lord, he blessed us, and uh, we just want to dress and look well. You want to look good in your clothes. You want your clothes to fit you well. Uh, and, and I encourage everybody, men, women, boys, and girls, not to wear tight-fitting clothes anyway because you know, uh, we don't want to tempt nobody. We don't want to offset nobody. We don't want to cause nobody to stumble. Y'all remember what I told you when I was over there at Bellevue Baptist Church, and I saw those angels up there flying through the churches, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and I couldn't get no word because of them angels flying over my head. So you don't want to cause nobody to stumble. You don't want to cause nobody to fall, Okay. Uh, you don't want to call nobody to uh, lust after your body because know this, if you cause someone to stumble or fall to look after you and lust after you, uh, you're going to hell for that, and then they're going to hell for lusting. So we we grown up, we adults, we know we know what to do. We know how to uh, carry ourselves in God. Just look good. Just dress yourself up and look nice. God wants you to look nice, okay? But uh, and, and, and wear your clothes the right way. Now, uh, uh, here it is. Can should women wear pants? Now, in the early days, my my bishop taught us that women shouldn't wear pants. That was years ago. Uh, I'm talking I'm talking forty something years ago. Well, I, I've been I've been saved over forty seven years. Yeah, about 47 years I've been in the church and saved and sanctified and loving Jesus. And so the first three years of that, my bishop taught us that women shouldn't wear pants uh, at all. And you wear them, you was going to hell. And uh, and don't wear them to church. Uh, but you know what? Uh, and, and I was of that same persuasion at the time because I was young coming in and I just learned and, uh, and just, uh, he what he taught, but now that that did become a problem. Our girls, especially the young girls, as we were uh, school age, that was a problem because in school, you know, we had to take gym in school. I took PE. I, I think that's what it was called PE when we go to gym. Uh, I took PE, so the boys had to dress out in their shorts. 
and, and the girls had PE. That was just one of the courses uh, at the school that time. And the girls had to uh, work do PE. It was a problem for the sanctified girls doing gym time PE. And so uh, they were wondering how to deal with this issue. I know some sanctified girls that didn't really want to dress out. And uh, through lack of wisdom, lack of understanding. And so they had to fail the course or flunk the course or something because uh, they, they they didn't dress out in, in, in the shorts to do the exercise and uh, the, uh, we exercised every day in PE. We did different things. Y'all remember what we did in school in PE? Oh, you can't do all that stuff with a dress on, okay? And so, uh, but the church taught that they shouldn't wear pants so their conscience would condemn them. And so many of the saints of old, uh, back then, they didn't allow their children to do PE or you just skip the class, or you flunk the class, or, or what have you, not using wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. I had a, a, a friend of ours that that we went to church with us when we was, when I was down with Pastor Tatum in Middleton, for our pastor. Uh, this young lady, a friend of, of ours, uh, she worked at this place, uh, this place up in... Um, Nice job. I, well, I don't want to call the name where it was, but anyway, I, I, I know the company she worked for, and uh, and she had uh, she was saved and sanctified in the old church, and she didn't want to wear pants. And her job had her going up a ladder, take a bucket, go up a ladder, take a, some tools, go up a ladder. It, it, it was a, a manual job. It wasn't it wasn't a secretarial job. You know, ladies working at plants now too, and so. Uh, she didn't want to wear the uniform that they gave the men to wear, or uh, so she wore her dress to work. But it, but her job, she had to go up this ladder and uh, do something, and then come back down. And she was sharing with me that a lot, asking me what what can she do. Uh, and I wasn't even passionate. I was a minister, but I wasn't passionate. What can she do? So so she's thinking of men standing at the bottom of the ladder, looking looking up at her as she go up the ladder. So they would look at sin under her dress. And so she would try to take tuck her dress. I'm trying to be as proper as I can, y'all. She would tuck her dress between her legs, looking down and, 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 and probably angry at them. Why are you looking up at me, all these, you know, why are you looking up, you know, at me? Uh, but you know how men are. Uh, they thought it was funny. And, uh, looking under her dress as she go up the ladder. Just just fast, just manish. You know, you know how boys were. And so she told me about the situation and here's what I told her. And I remember her name, I won't call her name. She gonna be with the Lord and her daughter uh was just like our daughter. And I told her, I said, you know what? Why don't you do this? She said, I don't want to wear pants. I, because my conscience is just condemning me to wear pants. I know we ain't supposed to wear pants. She's going back with her bishop. She was of another church that, that was just like our church. Uh, and I, uh, we can't wear pants. It's wrong. And her, it was uh, just of that persuasion. She, her conscience condemned her to wear those pants. I said, well, you, you don't want no man looking on your dress. Do you? No. You you don't want that. So let's, let's look at some wisdom here. Let's. Let's use a little understanding here. You don't want this man looking on your dress when you go up up those up that stairs to do what you got to do, right? No, I don't. Here's what you need to do. And back in that time, that was back in the, I won't say the 
them is all the eighties. I told her, and back then they had some uh, some clothes what they call culottes. I think culottes. I'm not saying it right, y'all. And I told her, I said, look, my friend, have you thought about getting some culottes? Culottes was like they were sort of like uh, it looked like a dress in the back, in the front, but it was pants in the back, something like that. I said, why don't you get you a set of culottes and wear them? It, it looked like a dress. They got the big legs to it, so it got the dress look. So when you're going up the stairs, the men won't look under your dress and be laughing. And you can do your job and won't worry about them rascals. And she thought about that. And you know what she did? She did exactly what I told her to do. She got her a couple of sets of culottes, some big leg pants that, that, that look like a dress, that, uh, look like a dress in the front, but it looked like pants in the back. And, and she was able to do her job. And uh, and didn't have to worry about those old uh, 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 bad guys, bad men trying to look under her dress. So I solved that problem for her. Okay, that's her soul. She listened to what I was saying. And uh, I know what your bishop told you, but I'm gonna try to give you some wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, my sister. And she did that, and everything was okay. So the guys couldn't look under her dress no more. So that's all that problem. But now here it is. Now. She she worked there. Well, what is she going to do? Her pastor didn't give her no guidance on the issue. He probably said, well, quit the job, go get another job. Uh, well, job wasn't that easy to find. She liked it, her job. It paid good money. But just a little wisdom and understanding will help the girl out. Okay? And that's what that's what I did. Now, uh, let's, let's talk about this right here. Uh, should women wear pants to church? Uh, as I was saying, everybody needs to make sure you know what size you are. And when you get your size, you'll be okay. Now, uh, the scripture that uh, our fathers, our forefathers used to talk about pants is the Old Testament scripture, and it's in the book of Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy 22. Turn there. I'm going to read it to you, and I'm going to explain it to you. Deuteronomy 22, and verse 1, I'm going to read down. Uh, Probably the verse number uh, 11, I want to go that far. I want to explain this verse. Now, out of all the whole Bible, there's six or six books in this Bible, y'all, okay? Six or six books all together, Old Testament, New Testament. There's six or six books. Out of all six or six books, this is the only scriptures that they have to condemn or say that a woman shouldn't wear pants. This 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 particular chapter we're going to, I'm going to read to you Deuteronomy. Make sure you turn it. Uh, write it down. Deuteronomy 22. I'm going to start verse one. I'm going to read down to verse number 11. This is the only scripture that they have that say women shouldn't wear pants. And guess what, y'all? Before I even get into it and explain it to you, I'm going to tell you it ain't got nothing to do with pants. Now, it's not even talking about pants. Okay, what they use not even talking about pants. But this is what they use. Now, I'm going to give you guidance. I'm going to give you understanding on what to do because we want to do the right thing. There is a problem with women wearing pants. Uh, before I get into it and read it, look look at these girls, uh, you know, when they came out with these tights, these uh, these black stockings these girls will be wearing now. They look like tights. When they first came out with these tights, uh, I said to myself, and I thought, that the tights were never designed for women to wear them uh, 
nickel top, the black tights. Y'all know what I'm talking about. You see them, they're all at Walmart. You can get them different colors and different designs and all the kind of flavors and what have you. They were never designed for women to wear them as their main uh, 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 outward apparel. They were mostly designed for them to wear underneath their dress, or they were designed to uh, uh, wear, if you wore them, you, you had a, 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 a big shirt, a blouse that will, that will come down over it, that will, that will lap down over your, your hiney part where, 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 where it wouldn't look so uh, disgraceful. But they was never designed for you to wear it and take your blouse and tuck it in uh, and walk around in Walmart in the stores that you see people really doing it now. That's that's not the that's not the way. That's not the right way. That's just uh, that's not ladylike. That's not ladylike. That's hoochie like. Okay. And so uh, we definitely want our ladies and our girls to. Uh, dress themselves and carry themselves like a lady and not like a hoochie mama, okay? And so uh, if you're going to wear the tights, the uh, black tights, the different colors, that's okay. Make sure you you perhaps wearing it under your, your skirt or under your, your, your dress or, or, or your dress come to your knees, you got your tights on under that, you, you'll be okay. But, but please don't tuck your blouse down in the tights and uh, go that way because you're going to call somebody to look at you and think wrong, somebody to look at you and lust after your body, and, and you don't want that. You don't want that. You don't want no man. Uh, 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 I think this is just a disgrace. Uh, a real lady don't want a man whistling at her. You know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not, you're not a dog. You don't, you, don't, you don't whistle at me. That's not the way you get my attention. You get my attention through a conversation. Hey, we can talk. Can I talk to you? But well, you don't get my attention. Don't, 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 don't listen to no man that's whistling at you. You don't, you don't want that. That's not ladylike. And so you don't want nobody whistling at you or hollering at you or saying, "Man, you see that?" You know, we want to care out there. Remember, remember, at the end of the day, now we are God's people. We are Christians, okay? And we carry ourselves like Christ. Y'all got me? Okay, we carry ourselves like Christ. Now, uh, I got got that out of the way. So, never wear them as your 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 main outward apparel, apparel, uh, especially if you're not going to wear a, a large T-shirt. I've seen women at the track with them on. They have a a a, a big T-shirt that would come down over that, and they doing their exercise, going around the track, getting it in. Okay, or a large shirt or something over there, doing doing their business, getting it in. Uh, you know, so you can't see, you can't see uh, uh, the, the the split where where in the back or the split in the front. You you can't see all that stuff because that that's not that's not godlike. That's not ladylike. You don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. And that's why I say it's wrong for a woman to wear them and it's wrong for a man to wear them too. So if a man wearing some tight pants and you can see you can see his stuff, that ain't right. Uh, you know where you can see it in the back or in the front. That, that ain't right. Just put your side, get your silence, man. Come on. You know what's I, I I wear a thirty-two. I'm a thirty-two, thirty-two, thirty-one. Thirty-two in the waist, thirty-one long. Sometimes I get it thirty-two long. I'd have to roll the cuff up at the end of it. 
but I know my size. I know my size. And uh, that way it'll fit this old body right. Now, let's take a look at time is rolling. But that's okay. This is important. Let's take a look at Deuteronomy 22, 22 verse 1. I'm going to read it to you in uh, King James Version. Then I want to read it to you in my uh, NIT translation. Check this out. Beginning at verse number one. Man, y'all pray for me. I seem like I got a sneeze trying to come on. Uh, 22 verse one. Uh, Thou shalt not see thy, thy brother's ox or his sheep go astray and hide thyself from them. Thou shalt in in any case, bring them again unto thy brother. So it's saying if you see your brother ox or your brother sheep, they don't get out of the pasture. Uh, he said, which this, this is just Dabble's law, what God told people to do, to be a good Samaritan, to be a good neighbor, to be a good brother. If you see your brother cow, now in the country, I've seen people cows get out a lot and were wandering the road. I've known people that hit the cow and kill the cow. My mama told me, man, somebody hit the cow up on the highway and killed it. Not our cow, but somebody else's cow that got out. And so here the Lord said, if you see your brother's ox or his sheep going astray uh, and hide thyself from them, uh, thou shalt in any case bring them again unto the brother. Uh, get them up and bring them to them. Man, you, just being a good neighbor, your cow's got to bring them to you. Now notice verse 2. And if thy brother, if thy brother be not nigh unto thee, if he's not near you, or if thou know him not, then thou shalt bring it unto thy own house, and it shall be with you uh, until thou, uh, until thy brother seek after it, and thou shalt restore it to him. So what the Lord is saying, telling the people how to be good neighbors, if the man's cow got out, he's in the road, wandering. And he don't live nowhere close to you. He might live two miles down the road. The Lord said, take the man's cow, put him in your pasture. And when the man come looking for his cows, you let him know you got him in your pasture, and you put him up, and you can get him whenever you're ready and take him on home. That's what verse 2 is saying. Now, look at verse 3. In like manner shall thou do with his ass. That's the old donkey. And so shall thou do with his raiment, that's in his clothing, and with all lost things of thy brother, which he has lost and thou hast found, uh, shall thou do likewise, thou mayest not hide thyself. So whatever your brother has, whether it is his donkey or, or he, he, his clothing, man, he left his coat over your house, he left his coat on the side of the road, any clothing that you found belongs to somebody else. You know, uh, God is saying, being a good neighbor and a, and a, and a good Samaritan, uh, you would take that person's property and put it up. I've, I've gone over people's houses and I, I wore a head, and I left my head at folk's house. And they called me and said, Tom, you left your head over here. I said, put it up for me, Joe. I'll, I'll get back over there and get it. Or you left your jacket. I put it up. I get it when I come back over there. Or you come in this way, drop it off. And so that's what all God is saying in verse number three. If somebody loses anything that belongs to them, put it up for them until, they, uh, until you can get it to them or until they can come back and get it, okay? That's verse number three. Now, look at verse four. Verse four says, 
Thou shalt not see thy brother's ass, his donkey, or his ox, fallen down by the way, and hide thyself from them. Thou shalt surely help him to lift them up again. So what this is saying in verse 4 is that if you see your neighbor's or brother's donkey to fell down in the ditch, or the ox to fell down, uh, help him get him back up again. Get him back up, get him out the ditch, get him out the hole, whatever he even got stuck in. That's just being neighborly. That's what verse 4 is saying. Now, verse 5. Verse 5 is going to deal uh, with the pants. With the pants. They say they deal with the pants. But I want to read it to you. Verse 5 said, The woman shall not wear that which pertaineth unto a man. Neither shall a man put on a woman's garment. For all that do so are an abomination unto the Lord thy God. Now, what verse 5 is saying, since we talk about what people can wear and what they shouldn't wear, uh, this is a scripture that all of the older preachers years ago used to say women don't wear pants to church. This is what they use. The woman shall not wear, let me put it on, that which pertain to a man. And the word they would say, well, well, he said, women don't wear, it didn't say pants, it didn't say pants. It said, don't wear that which pertaineth unto a man. And when you look at that word pertaineth, that means similar to. The word pertain means similar to. So uh, you can't wear what's, what's similar to a man, okay? But they didn't do enough research on uh, pertaineth to. A man, and then, but I'm gonna come back to it. And then it says, Neither shall a man put on a woman's garment. Just think about it. Now, a man shouldn't put on a woman's garment, and a woman shouldn't put on a man's garment. But now, what I want you to understand, my brothers and my sisters, this has nothing to do with pants. Okay, uh, I've done a study one time years ago. I don't have no women, but I remember what I looked up. When this particular verse was written, pants was not even in existence. Pants only been in, in existence for about 200 years. About 200 years ago, when they decided to make pants. Now, uh, it couldn't have been talking about pants because this was over thousands, 2,000 years ago. But what the Lord is talking about here in verse 2 is the woman should not wear that which pertains to a man. Neither shall a man put on a woman's garment. But now, just think about in the culture, culture that they had back then and the custom that they did, that, that they are tired in what they wore back then. Back then, in this day and time, a man wore a robe and a woman wore, wore a robe. That was their attire. That was their work attire. The man had a robe and a woman had a robe. Well, so both of them were a robe. And the Lord says, the woman should not wear that which pertains to the man, neither shall the man put on a woman's garment. But now, pertaining to, the only difference between the lady robe and the man's robe, Jesus wore a robe. You know, Jesus wore a robe. All the disciples wore robes. But there was a difference in the man's robe and the woman's robe. The woman's robe that she wore, her attire, it didn't go straight down. It sort of, it went down and at the bottom, it sort of flared out. 
follow what I'm saying? It sort of flared out. It was wild at the bottom. And it had lace around it. And it had things on it that, that looked feminine, ladylike. And the robe that Jesus wore, most of the men that wore robes, Peter and them and Paul, they wore, they were, they went straight down. You know, it was big enough to fit them, but it went straight down. It didn't flare out like a lady. They didn't have lace all around the bottom like a lady. And so a man knew a man's robe, and a woman knew a woman's robe, and she was saying, woman, don't get in a man's robe, and man, don't you get in the woman's robe. Y'all follow what I'm saying? This is what this scripture is saying. Don't get in the woman's robe. And don't get in the man's robe. The woman had the woman attire, and the man had the man's attire. But now, if we go, if we say, if we can look at this scripture and say, the woman don't wear that which pertain to a man, and said pants, it pants pertain to a man. Pants look like man pants. You can't wear them because it look like pants like a man, paint man wear. You can't do that. You can't do that. Say it because it, it looks like man pants. Let me tell you something. Everything a man wear, everything a woman wear, now they they the word pertain means similar too. Look at a man's shirt. A man's shirt. Now look at a woman's blouse. A woman's shirt looks just like a man's shirt. The only difference you can tell and know between a man's shirt and a woman's shirt is the man's shirt, the button is on the right. And the woman's shirt, the button is on the left. So I know if I'm putting on a woman's shirt, I, I, I know the button's on the left. That's a woman's shirt. And, and, and I know a man's shirt, the button's on the right. So what the Lord is just trying to make, put a, a distinction between the man and the woman. So when you see a man, you know that's a man. When you see a woman, you will know that's a woman. But ain't it funny now, y'all? It's hard to tell now. You 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 look at the way these fellas wear their hair now. A, a man, men, they wear a bun on top of their head. They got the hair and they put a bun on top of their head. So you, you can't hold, looking from the back. You can't tell the devil a woman or a man because his hair, his ponytail is just as long as a woman's ponytail. And so our world has gotten, okay, I'm not going to get the sermon tonight, y'all. I'll do it next time. Uh, uh, the world, our world has gotten to the point that there is no distinction between male and female no more. You can't tell a woman from a man now. Looking at them, you, you got to get up on real good and look. You get confused. Even the babies will get confused. The baby got to look hard to know, is that a woman or is that a man? You can't tell because our world is so crazy now. But a man got to look like a man, a woman got to look like a woman. And this is what God is trying to do, just making sure that there is a distinction between the man and a woman apparel. There, there is a distinction, and God, we won't get them mixed up. But it has nothing to do at all. 100% with pants. Nothing. Excuse me. Nothing at all to do with pants. Okay? But it's dealing with the robe. Now, let's read a little bit further, and I'm going to come back, and I'm going to read this in my living Bible. I'm going to explain it again. Verse 6 says, if, if, a, if, a if a bird nest changed to be uh, before the in the way in any tree or on the ground, whether they be young ones, or eggs, and the dam sitting on the young, or upon the egg, thou should not take the dam with the with the young. You know they used to have a thing. You, you, mama used to get at us. Uh, we we would mess with a bird eggs. He's sitting on his nest, and don't you mess with that bird eggs? 
you know, don't you mess with that baby bird egg. And so it was a thing. You just didn't mess with it. If you're going to take, if you're going to do that, God had rules and regulations governing almost everything. Let me say this. You know, everything you need to know is in this Bible. Let me go a little bit further because I got some more ground to cover. Verse 7. Uh, but thou but thou shalt in any wise uh, let the dam go and take the young to thee. That is, that it may be well with thee, and that thou mayest prolong thy day. So God had a problem with taking messing with birds in their head. Okay? Uh, destroying them. God had a problem with that. Now, verse 8. When thou buildest a new house, uh, then thou shalt make a, a battlement. A battlement for thy roof, that thou bring not blood upon thy house, if any man uh, fall from thence. Verse 9, thou shalt not sow thy vine with divers seed, lest the fruit of the seed uh, which thou hast sown and the, and the fruit of thy vine be, de, be defiled. Verse 10, thou shalt not plow an ox and an ass together. God just hit divers' law. And I can understand a lot of this why he didn't want don't don't plow. You know, in the field, they will plow the field, just get the ox and the cow. Uh, uh, Jesus, thou shalt not plow an ox with an ass. Well, the reason why you don't want to plow an ox with an ass, an ass was a donkey, and an ox was a, was a strong work cow. The reason why you wouldn't hook them two up for plow uh, together, because the ox will work the donkey to death. An ox is stronger than a donkey, so you wouldn't hook them up on both sides of the uh, 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 your plow to pull your plow. It just won't it won't work right. The donkey can't work like an oxen. And I remember even in the country, my dad they had a problem of hooking up our mule with the horse. The mule was a work horse. I mean, the mule was a work mule. Horses weren't that strong. Horses couldn't really plow that well. Uh, most of we plowed our field, we used, get two mules. Put two mules together, they pull that plow all day long. But you put a mule and a horse together, that mule will outwork that horse, and, and, and that horse just is not made to pull that plow like that. So God just had diver rules and laws to help us. Okay, that makes sense, y'all. Now, the next verse is really where I want to go. Now, God coming back to wearing stuff. He said, thou should not wear a garment of diver sort as a wooden and linen together. So he just had rules and regulations on what we shouldn't do for wearing clothing together. He said, don't, you don't want to wear a, a, a garments of diver sort like wool and linen. You don't want to mix wool and linen together. It's not a good match for your body. I'm going to tell you why. Uh, you don't want to wear woolen uh, uh, and linen together. Okay, I've done some research on the woolen uh, here it is. Uh, okay, uh, the, the observation and research of uh, uh, modern science have proven that wool, when combined with linen, increase its power, increases power of passing off electricity from the body. So what they're saying, the one reason why God didn't want you to wear a, 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 a wool and linen together, because if you wear wool and linen together, it increases the power of electricity that will come from your body. You, you, you ever walk up to somebody, you shook their hand, or, or they touch you, and it shocked them. The static electricity came from their body, and it was a big pop, pop. It's just static electricity. You ever got shocked by somebody else touching you? Because you were in the wrong fiber. So God just had divers' laws and rules regarding anything. 
I got shot by me before he coming up and took me in a little pop, less static electricity. Get back. Don't touch me. You got a lot of electricity on you. Wool and linen together, mixed together, you're wearing this stuff in the wintertime. You will have a lot of static electricity. You can shake folks' hands. You can touch folks' hands, and you will get that pop because those two is not a good blend. So when God said don't wear wool and linen, so anybody, uh, 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 so like God said, don't wear that with retain to a man. He meant that. So if you're gonna, if you're not gonna wear, if you if, if you're gonna obey verse five, you gotta obey verse eleven. Don't wear wool and linen together because it creates a, a static electricity. Now wool garments retain heat well and are, are generally more breathable in cooler temperatures than cotton. Wearing a cotton sweater will not provide warmth but is likely to make you uh, feel clammy when you sweat. And then, and this can lead to overheating. So what is it saying? In the summertime, you're wearing a cotton T-shirt, you're working out in the yard, and you got a cotton T-shirt on, man, that cotton T-shirt will cause you to sweat up like a hog. But you know now, I tell you what will keep you nice and cool, get you a silk T-shirt and put it on, going out there and work. It'll reduce the heat. But a cotton T-shirt or a cotton shirt will make you overheat in the summertime faster than wearing a silk T-shirt. God just had divers laws and rules governing how we, it, it's all for our good. He was doing it for our good and our benefit. And so you, you won't do that. And so wool is more breathable and wool will keep you warmer in the wintertime than a cotton shirt will. Uh, put on a, a pair, it freezes, temp temperatures are low out there. Why do you think we go to Walmart and try to get us some wool socks, keep our feet warm in the wintertime? Them cotton socks just ain't going to do it, baby. It ain't going to do it. You will get you a pair of wool socks, a wool blend. And, hey, to keep your feet a lot warmer than no cotton socks will, you got to put a whole lot of cotton socks on, but cotton socks is just they're just not good in cold temperature, but wool is. And so that's what verse 11 is saying. Wearing certain things together is not good for you. Not good for you. Called static electricity. And I don't want nobody touching me and that static electricity popping me. Now, let me read to you. I'm almost done. We're at the bottom of the hour. Let me read to you Deuteronomy 22 and 5 down to verse 11 in my uh, living translation. It reads like this. I'm going to read it briefly. We're almost done. If you see your neighbor ox or sheep or goat wandering away, verse 1, don't ignore your responsibility. Take it back to its owner. Number two, if its owner does not live nearby or you don't know who the owner is, take it to your place and keep it until the owner comes looking for it. Then you must return it. Verse three, do the same if you find your neighbor's donkey, clothes, or anything your neighbor's law. Don't ignore your responsibility. Verse four, if you see that your neighbor's donkey or his ox has collapsed on the road, do not look the other way. Go and help your neighbor get it up back on his feet. That's verse 4. Verse 5, we're coming down to the pants part, what they so-called say the pants part is. If a, a woman must not put on men's clothing, and a man must not wear women's clothing, Anyone who does this is detestable in the sight of the Lord your God. There it is, verse 5. A woman should not put on a man's 
clover. Now, here, now here's a, something you really need to know about pants. Back in the days, I've seen I've seen women wear men blue blue jeans. We used to wear Levi's back in the days. I've seen women go buy men's Levi's. Now, though, whether you know it or not, a man a man pants is really cut for a man. And it really ain't cut for a woman because a woman's shape a little bit different. And that's why you see some women when they went when they got men pants on, they're not quite fitting the right because because they're not cut for you. They're cut for a man. But now what you need to do is go and buy the pants that were cut for a woman's body, and they'll look much better on you. That makes sense, y'all. Okay. All right. Now, so that's what he's saying. A woman must not put on men clothing. And a man must not put on women's clothing. Anyone who does it is detestable, abominable for the Lord. Verse number six on rolling off. If you happen to find a bird nest in a tree or on the ground, and there are young ones or, or eggs in it with the mother sitting on the nest, do not take the mother with the young. Uh, like I told you, mommy used to get us about messing with them birds in the eggs. Okay. Verse seven. You must. You may take the young, but let the mother go, so that you may prosper and enjoy a long life. So God's ahead of saying we're messing with the babies and the eggs and the mama, you know. And uh, you go to hell, but you go to hell for messing with the baby. <laughs> God's ahead away with saying, you know, because if you do that, you destroying life, and God was all about life. Now, verse eight: When you build a new house, you must build a a, a rail and along the edge of it, flat roof. That way you will not be uh, uh, considered guilty of murder if anyone fall uh, from the roof. So God had law when you build your house. You didn't put a rail up and somebody fall down and get hurt. You're alive and you're guilty for murder. So he just had his ways of protecting us and helping us. Lord, verse 9, you must not plant any of the crop between a row of your vineyard. If you do, you are forbidden to use either the grape from the vine or, or the crop. Now that is something to think about. You don't plant. We, you must not plant any crop uh, in between the row. You know we had the row, the cotton row here. You know how dead in your row, you row up your garden on this side and on that side in the middle, so they have the valley. God didn't want you to plant anything in the middle. That was God's way. That was God's law. But now I'm sure God don't mind now because we all on a new covenant and everything. But it just wouldn't make sense. You don't roll. You don't roll the garden up. And you got your tomatoes on the row, on this row, and on the other row you got something. Why would you put something down in the middle? It don't make sense. You wouldn't do that. That's where the man, that's where you're going to walk in the middle so you have to chop. You can chop the grass out so you don't want to put nothing in the middle. God just gave them good rules and revelation. Now, verse number 10. You must not plow with an ox or a donkey harnessed together. Don't hook an ox and a donkey up together. It's not a good match. Uh, that's what God told them back then. Okay. We don't use donkeys now. We got the tractor. Combine. Now, verse number 11 is very interesting. Here it is. Verse number 11 says, You must not wear clothing made of wool and, and linen wool together. So God said, don't do it. Clothing made with wool and linen made together. Don't do it because static electricity is going to cause a pop when you touch somebody. Okay, so that's, that's uh, uh, now what I went over with you, this is all that the 
elders had, the bishops had back then when they were talking about wearing pants. And, hey, it ain't even talking about pants at all. But now we do have to make a rule because it's out the Western culture now, our Western civilization, we wear our attire in pants. It's, it is dresses. It is skirts. And it, so we, our, our, our dress code now is was a little different than what it was then. So we have to make rules govern our codes now. Since women do wear pants, they make women pants. They do make men pants. So we do have to have rules governing our attire. And the rules that I set for that make good common sense is just get your size. Get your size and put it on, okay? And uh, you, you'll be all right. And I promise you, you'll be okay. And uh, it, people may want to condemn you, and they may say you wrong for wearing no pants. But look, you just, they ain't got no Bible. You said you ain't got no scripture for that. There ain't no Bible nowhere saying you wrong for having them on. Just get your size and wear them right, okay? And that's why I said a man don't wear his right, he going to hell. The woman don't wear hers right, she going to hell. Get your size. You're a 10, get a 10. You're 12, get a 12. You're 8, get an 8. You know, get your size. And so uh, now what I'm, I'm going to tell you what I do uh, 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 prefer now uh if, if you decide to wear uh, uh, your pants to church on Sunday, I won't condemn you and I won't throw you on the bus and you will not be my sermon, I promise you. Uh, but now, here's the deal. There are a lot of churches out there that pastors still believe that old way. And if, I, if I'm ever invited to go over there and preach at his church, uh, if he ever want me to do a revival for him or ever to come preach for him at his church, I want the church to come and go with me. Uh, uh, I would prefer everybody dressed like they're supposed to. I would prefer you well dressed out to his church that night. I respect the brother's church. If he don't want that at his church, I respect it, and that's our lady, not to wear that to his church. Remember, the Bible says, if me defend my brother, I won't eat it as long as the world stands. That mean that don't mean I won't, I, I'm going to give up meat. Here's, here's some people vegetarian, and some people, they eat meat. So if I go around to people that's a vegetarian, uh, what Paul is saying, if me to feed my brother, I won't eat meat. So what it means, I, I won't get up in your face eating my meat and you're a vegetarian. I won't be trying to tempt you with my, with my uh, uh, meat and you're a vegetarian. But that don't mean I'm going to give up my meat. I just won't eat none in front of you. When I go home, I keep eating my meat. So what I'm saying, when we're invited out to go visit some of these churches who bleed the old way, we'll, we'll respect them. That makes sense, y'all? I'm trying to give you wisdom, not to understand. We'll, we'll respect them. Yeah, we'll respect them. We won't come over there in their church and all my, some of my ladies got some pants on. We won't disrespect their church and disrespect their people. We won't do that. We, 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 we can wear a dress. One dress one Sunday won't kill you. You know, it won't hurt nobody. So I respect the people that believe the way they believe. But when we at home, if you want to wear, uh, 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 you want to wear uh, uh, some pants, uh, and they your size, they ain't tight. We we can't see all, see everything revealing. Uh, you'll be okay. You'll be okay. And if any preacher, any preacher got a problem with that at my church, he can just pick up his briefcase and just go on out the door. Because our church is our church. His church is his church. Don't come over at my church bothering nobody about nothing. And if I ever have a pastor come over to my church 
talking that stuff, um, made sure we probably just cut his, cut his mic off. <laughs> cut that microphone off, sure, so can't nobody hear it. But anyway, we, we respect people, and when they come to us, they have to respect us. So that's the rule at our church concerning dress, dress code. Uh, ladies, carry yourself like a lady. You are a lady. God made you a lady. You are a lady. We're not like the folks up, up there in the White House. There's a question, uh, what is a woman? Well, I don't know. I don't know what a woman is. I, I'm, not a, I'm not a biologist. We ain't going to be crazy like that. You are a lady, and, and we, we want you to dress like a lady. The world ain't so crazy. We don't know what men's and women's are. Now, I know what women's are. I know what a man is. Now, I ain't that crazy. And so, our ladies, I want y'all to look like a lady. Be respectable. Be respectable. And God's going to bless you for doing it, okay? So, that's our study for this evening. All right, we're at the bottom of the hour and five minutes past. God bless you. I hope I made uh, some clarity there. You got good understanding. So, uh, so you know, I hope that helped you. Uh, a bunch and other things we'll talk about going forward and uh, i know there's going to be some people still have a problem with that uh they got a problem with it and they just got a problem with it and uh i won't change it because if, if the lord showed me something 66 books if the lord showed me something in 66 books why we shouldn't do a certain thing i'd be the first one to hop on it but i don't see it i don't read it i don't look i don't i don't see it and what they use in this deuteronomy I don't see it, and they ain't going to play like I see it. And, I, uh, and when I talk with them or they bring it up to me, I'm going to say, brother, you ain't got no scriptures for that. You ain't got no Bible on that. You got to leave that alone, man. Give me some book, chapter, and a verse. If you ain't got none, just leave that alone, okay? And, and uh, if you want to do that at your house, that'll be fine. All right, but anyway, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to teach you the word of the Lord. And, uh, uh, and we're going to go by the Bible, and we're not going to really deal with a lot of tradition. Now, if it's, if, if it's good for us, then we'll do it. But just a lot of tradition, just just stuff, we, we ain't gonna, I'm not going to mess with a lot of tradition. I want to go by the Bible. And that's what's wrong, folks. Now, people have you doing stuff that you don't have to do. If you ain't got to do it, we ain't going to do it, okay? If you got to do it, I'll be the first one to tell you. I hope that helps you. Let's, let's say a prayer, y'all. I'm going to let you go. Pastor Johnson personally thanks everyone for joining us for our midweek prayer and refuel service. We are located at 3002 Chelsea Avenue in Memphis, Tennessee. Services start at 11 a.m. and we would love to have you as our guest this Sunday. Join us. You'll be glad you did.